Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hey, welcome to another Arcade Attack. I'm your host for today, Rob, and sitting around me are Dylan. Bonjour. And Adrian. I'm here, baby. And Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Tumbleweed. Nope, still no Keith. Sick note's still off, eh? All right. But uh, I have a question for you two. Mm. And the question is, hey, 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 it's time to make some crazy money. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? We're going to ring it in. Ring in the taxi. That's right. We are, of course, talking about Crazy Taxi today, a game I'm guessing everyone around the circle is familiar with. Become an Uber driver. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, Like, but much more fun (laughs) than being an Uber driver. Um, Which version are you most familiar with? Dreamcast and Arcade. Yeah, for me, Dreamcast. Yeah, I think <clears throat> this is a game I played in the arcade, but I think I'm most familiar with the Dreamcast version for reasons mm-hmm. I'll get into later on. Yep, yeah. But um, let's go to, back to the origin of Crazy Taxi, which of course started out in the arcades. It was brought out in 1999. Producer was a guy called Kenji Kano, who actually Kenji produced Kano. pretty much all the Crazy Taxi games. Um, he joined AM3, Sega's like high-tech arcade development arm, pretty much uh, at the time of its inception in 1993. Were you going to say something, Adrian? Okay. Uh, According to the internet, he was best known before this for directing the Jurassic Park arcade game. Wowza. Yeah. I don't know if... Do you either of you remember that? I do. Good game, that. Shooting game. Yeah. Shooting game where you're basically going around in one of those little Jurassic Park jeeps. There are dinosaurs coming at at you in hordes. There's one of those being restored at the heart of gaming as we speak. Interesting. So here we go. Heart of gaming in Croydon Town, in London Mm. Town. Yes. Get ready for that. Yeah, like uh, herds of dinosaurs running towards amazing. you. Amazing, I have remember to do playing that back in the day. That was your amazing. best to make them extinct again. <laughs> no, was that ever... they came back. They came back and you've got to make them Did extinct again. Did they ever go on any consoles, that game? Cause I don't think so. I think like a lot of the games... I think there was a rail shooter, wasn't there, on something? Yeah. But nothing, like, nothing like that. The thing with those rail shooters were, unless you kind of had a, a system with an actual kind of a tenant gun on... It was really hard to kind of adapt those. Like, hmm. I'd think, you know, it's like the Alien, was it Aliens arcade game? There was also Alien 3, like the rail shooter arcade it was game. One, oh, it was one of the Alien ones, wasn't it? Oh, mm. that's so annoying. I like, Kana- that was like a Konami game from like the early 90s. Oh. Never got adapted from a console as far as I know. No. Damn it. One game was, and that was... Terminator 2? Oh no, Crazy Taxi. Crazy oh. Taxi. <laughs> That's and not Terminator a two. Game. No, it's not a rail issue. Can you imagine if it was though? Wow. Terminator 2, the arcade. Well, machine. you'd be looking at more like something like Lucky and Wild. 
Mm. You love a bit of Lucky and Wild. I do love a bit of Lucky and Wild. <laughs> Shooting and like Shooting driving. Shooting and driving. Hello. But anyway, um, that was his first game, and the other game he directed, what came out in 1997, a game I don't know if either of you have played called Top Skater. Never heard of it. Top Skater. It's a bit. It's an arcade game. It's a little bit like, I guess, Crazy Taxi meets Tony Hawk. So you're meets like you're one giving, of those. You're giving people lifts on your skateboard. Meets <laughs> no meets uh pilot wings. It's like you're basically you're going along this um. Like there are some similarities to Crazy Taxi, which we'll be getting to a little bit later, but you're basically going along this um like long kind of skate, like concrete kind of bowl ramp, Half I pipe, guess. I think. Yeah, I yeah. guess maybe. Well, you're kind of along full going pipe. on the track. You're in the full pipe. <laughs> and um, you basically have to go. I tell you what, it's like it's like this the bonus level in Sonic Two. Oh. So like you're kind of doing tricks on like each side of like the ramp oh, yeah. as you go along. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It was, pr- I guess, pretty. That's like, cool obviously because, not a big yeah, game, but yeah, a, a lot of games stole that afterwards. I think all the SSX games yeah. stole that. So those, when you go down the snowboard and you go into that, mm-hmm. don't think it's called a full pipe. I think it is called a half pipe. And uh, then, uh, yeah. yeah, two years later, goes on to produce Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi was made on Naomi, the late nineties Sega arcade board that followed uh, System mm. Three, which obviously was huge. System Three. Yeah. It was like the Saturn era board where you had Daytona USA 2, Sega Rally 2, Virtua Fighter 3, and Sega Bass Fishing. You can tell it was a like <laughs> significant step up from yeah. those games. Yeah, Naomi was on, uh, it was basically House Visit, Dead 2, Virtua Tennis, and I think by this point, Sega were also kind of renting it out to other developers. Mm. So I think like the biggest game that was made by a non-Sega developer on the Naomi board was Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Oh you, man, I love that game. Don't if you remember that. <laughs> I one. love that game, silly. <laughs> yeah, that particular one was like the "Wanna Take You for a Ride" yeah. era. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, the premise for anyone who hasn't played Crazy Taxi, I'm guessing most of our listeners would have. They must have lived. If you've not played it, you must have lived in like a cave or something. I don't <laughs> know. Like for the last twenty years, it is a really iconic game. It's had a lot of sequels, but the sequels are very close to the original. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the premise yeah, understatement. is, of course, that you're a cab driver in like an open top yellow cab, which they all, all the cabs look great. Like, yeah. there's four different characters, four slightly different cabs, but oh, they all look so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, have to, you have to drive around a city, picking up as many passengers as possible, and transporting them to various destinations within that city as fast as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And as with the general, all general arcade games, you have a time limit, and you get more time every time you drop off a passenger. So the faster you kind of uh, travel, you, it is possible to kind of make up that time if you're very good at the game mm-hmm. and kind of build up reserves, especially like uh, you kind of look at people and they have these little kind of uh, circles around them, like yep, red circle for a short trip, oh. yellow for medium, and I think orange in the first game for like a long one. I Could be remember. red, maybe, I'm not sure, but... Mm. um. I just picked up whoever. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. no, I, didn't even, I didn't know that related no, I, to the distance. I remembered. Red is short distance, orange is medium, and green is long. Green, yeah. I thought green was in Do you know what? I, I got an Uber cab recently with, my, with Kev, actually, to James's house. You did. And I got it from Kev's house. And I, I put it in all Uber. And we went to the middle of nowhere. And the Uber driver had a guy at me going, oh... I'm never, I'm never gonna get a person on the way back here. You've made me drive out all the way out here for nothing, and you know he was quite angry at me. But then, luckily, we we support the same football teams. So we started talking about that, and he wasn't so angry at me. But 
Doesn't Uber give them a destination before they pick yeah, you up? Yeah, so he's like, I don't know why I accepted this. He's quite grumpy about it. He shouldn't have accepted it. Hey, I had an orange circle around me. You had an orange circle. He knew where he, he was he in He could for. have rejected me. He yeah. didn't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, like, this is kind of a closed world and there aren't infinite, there aren't like an infinite number of people. Like, there are, like, there are a set number of people within the city mm-hmm. who need to be picked yeah. up. And once you drop someone off, they drop off the map. Mm-hmm. So you can't go on doing it indefinitely. Oh no, you can't. You go keep going to the same guy. No. Yeah, but you can go for like a long time. Like, um, mm. and like this game takes place in a fictional version of LA, a very small fictional version of, I guess, mm. maybe not LA, but like a generic Californian city, and uh, filled with famous brands such as Sega. No, uh, places where people might want to go. Take me to KFC. That's one of them. KFC's in there. KFC's in one. Uh, Pizza Hut. Fila. As in like the athletic store, I guess. The athletics brand. Have their oh, own store. Oh, God, yeah. There were so many sponsors <laughs> in it. Now. I've never oh. seen a Fila store in real life, but apparently... There must be one over in, in LA or something. And yep. Tower Records, another extinct brand. Oh, my God. And Blockbuster. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, it would have been amazing if they had a Blockbuster in there. I think they got one last blockbuster survive, haven't they, right now? And there's one left. The one in Captain Marvel. Well, maybe, but in real life, I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, like, there are ta- Basically, what's the most fun about this is being an arcade game. You, like, one thing I love about Crazy Taxi, the game, is that it's not like a serious game. You don't have to worry about taking damage or, like, kind of being mm-hmm. responsible. You can basically go as fast as you want, crash into anything you want, mm-hmm. crash into any car you want. And it's not like GTA either. You can't run people over. They always jump out the way uh-huh. before you get to them. I I will admit to having tried to run people over <gasps> in it. Oh, Dylan! I know. Sorry. Scandalous. Sorry. Sorry. GTA has infected your mind, just like it has, the man. just it like has. the churches and the parents said it would. It I just has. think Crazy Set was great because it almost it was like well not an open world game, but it gave you that option to do anything really. And yeah. uh, we were moving that, that in that direction, weren't we, of like um, Grand Theft Auto and stuff, weren't we? Yeah, like you can go up and down hills, like up and down kind of squares. You can go into the sea and pick people up. Huh? Yeah. There are people like, yeah, you go like, you can go into the beach and pick people up and then you can keep on driving through the beach into the sea and there are people like, on the seabed wanting to be yep. collected. And the and Spongebob, isn't it? <laughs> Spongebob and yeah, <laughs> Patrick, and Patrick are in there. Do you know, um, with the... I, do you know there's like a theory on what SpongeBob is actually about? No. no. Where is where does SpongeBob SquarePants live? Bikini Bottom. Uh, Bikini Bottom sounds a bit like Bikini Atoll. Bikini Atoll being the place in the Pacific Ocean where the, uh, France did nuclear tests in the nineties. No. So the theory is that maybe they were like people like uh, SpongeBob, Squidward, etc were like kind of ordinary sea creatures that were irradiated wow. and became like sentient actual creatures. We'll never know now. No. We'll never know if that's that's actually what Steven Hillenberg wanted. I don't know. Maybe they could do a Crazy Taxi Spongebob kind of spin-off game. Rest in peace, by the way. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Great love, Spongebob. That's a, bit of, that's a sad story. Mm. Anyway. Moving on. Crazy <laughs> Taxi. Crazy taxi. Yeah, uh, you can be four different drivers in four diff- slightly different cars, but they all look kind of the same. They all look like an open top, yellow and black cabs. Anyone remember the names of said drivers? No, I always went for the first one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Think uh, Streets of Rage. Max. Axel. 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 Correct. Axel. Uh, Axel steering wheel. <laughs> Are they all car related? No. No. Uh, there's a guy called BD Joe. 
B. That's definitely not car related. What does BD stand for? I can't. It can stand for whatever you want. <laughs> I can't remember what he looked like, but there's a woman called Gina. I think maybe had red hair, and a guy called Gus, who's like I think Gus is my favorite. Like, like an older dude. Looked like I don't know if he had one, but he looked like the kind of guy I'd be wearing like a, a beret or like kind of that kind of cap. And like, and he talked like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they were kind of sad. All the, like, the characters talked. Not just the cab drivers, they were like, go, get in, or, get in. Yeah, and, um, like, the, the passengers would talk, like, go, whoa, if you're kind of going too fast, or, uh, they were always talking, always shouting at you. But, and, yeah, and obviously, kind of, you get bonus points, like, it's basically a cash thing. Instead of points, you get cash, and mm-hmm. you get cash, uh, the faster you drop them off, and you get bonus cash for performing stunts. Oh. So, like, if you kind of take a big spill over the hill, there's, I think it's kind of like San Francisco because there are tram tracks mm-hmm. going yeah. down the hill. You don't really lots see of a, hills and lots of, yeah. yeah. You only see a, a track, but like, there's kind of a loop de loop on the hill. So you go mm-hmm. to like one hill and then you go up a bit and you can like take a massive jump. Mm-hmm. And the faster you go off that, the more kind of bonus cash you get. Yeah. And if you're going really fast and you're just missing cars going either direction mm-hmm. uh, you get bonus points for that as well because it's a crazy stunt it's a crazy stunt in a crazy taxi game now question what is the most memorable part of the game the most memorable element of the game Ooh, for me it was the stress levels because I did I always the, the time pressure the robbed. timer the bloody timer I didn't timer. like the timer and the, uh, uh, I've said it before I don't like to feel under pressure in games it gets me really flustered and some people they, they love the adrenaline you can't because sometimes if there's not much on there you're like where's my next fare where's my next fare and you just go mad <laughs> that's for me that's why I remember I like the game a lot it's fun and frantic but for me I just can't cope very well if with that you play craziness. it on arcade mode it's already like pretty difficult like you have to yeah. like to bump up that, that clock a bit you have to get a lot of a lot of wins a lot of quick wins straight away otherwise it's just uh game over again well, and he got two thousand dollars well, i think actually you're not the best way to do it um isn't really to go for the quick wins to go for the long journeys because you can make up more time that way is it have i been playing it wrong all these years <laughs> yeah possibly maybe uh, <laughs> maybe that's why it's so stressful <laughs> oh, it's so stressful <laughs> but it's so glorious at the same time yeah i just like the graphics actually i don't know if you're going to talk about that rob but it's just the brightness the color it's it's got that lovely Sega feel. I know that Keith would agree, wouldn't he? It's got that sort of Sega. I think yeah. I mean, I know there's a PS2 version, but I think it looks amazing on the Dreamcast. I yeah. think isn't it like arcade perfect on the Dreamcast? It is more or less arcade perfect, mm. yeah. Because this like Naomi board was kind of like based along similar lines to the Dreamcast mm. kind of mechanism, I guess. And yeah, it does look amazing. Like just. These perfect blue skies and mm. green grass and like, yep. there's kind of, there's a, a big like a uh, parking lot, like near the kind of, I guess, baseball stadium or wherever. There's a beach. Just everything looks. There's a good solid feel to everything. Mm. Okay. When you go in the water, it's a bit iffy, but we're talking about a console in, 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 in the late nineties. Yeah. Then we'll probably let that one go, yeah. but everything else like on the ground and everything, it's all solid, isn't it? It's yeah. like. And I don't think there's a shred beachy. of slowdown either. No, there's not. I didn't know there's any slowdown in it. I used to play it back in the day on the old Dreamcast. Do you know what for me is the most distinctive uh, element of the game? Uh, what's, no. No. It's... Silent War! Oh, the soundtrack! Silent <laughs> War! Uh, ay, 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 was that Offspring? That was Offspring. <laughs> oh my oh, god. You know, like, offspring used to be so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for years I thought that song actually was called Silent War, but it's called All I Want. Mm. Yeah, All I Want, yeah. yeah. What album is that on? 
It's on XNA f- uh, for the Ombre. I think oh, that's what okay. it's called. XNA to the Ombre, oh, I think. Okay. Basically, Smash came out in 1994. It was a great massive, album, massive great hit. album. Yep. And this was a follow-up. This was the one that was after Smash, but before Americana, which had like pre-fly for white guys. Uh, like, and then it all just kind of went It's down. when they went full novelty. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this uh, soundtrack has uh, four songs by Bad Religion. I don't know if you know them. Nope. And three songs by Offspring. Um, now, interesting kind of thing. We talked about Top Skater earlier on. Mm. One of the uh, big elements for Top Skater was all the music was done by another 90s punk band called Pennywise. Don't know if you've heard you, of Pennywise. I've heard they're real clowns. <laughs> Here we go. But, uh, yeah, basically, um, the, I don't know if you've heard of the record label Epitaph. One of the best. No, yeah, you're both probably. shaking your heads. Um, basically, one of the best, probably the best punk label of the 90s, maybe the best indie label of the 90s, which that's a big claim, I know. Ooh. But uh, yeah, basically like Pennywise, Offspring, especially Bad Religion are the three bands that most kind of define the Epitaph sound. And yeah, Pennywise, like uh, basically two of their best 90s albums um, were the basis for Top Skater. Yeah, how did Sega have their finger so on the pulse with this? Apparently, um, the developers were like felt like you needed that kind of music in the background, and they were actually fans of that music to begin with. So it's I believe hard to disagree. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure they actually kind of, I guess, approached Epitaph for licensing stuff. Maybe Kenji Kano was a big punk fan, but uh, yeah, this uh, so- this game Crazy Taxi has four Bad Religion songs, none of which are really that memorable. Three Offspring songs. I think the two everyone remembers are all I want, and uh, I'm just ready to get way down the line. I don't know that one as much. Okay, well. <laughs> and is this in the arcade and also the Dreamcast version, Rob? Yes, uh, oh, nice. both versions. Nice. Um, speaking of the arcade, there are two different arcade machines for this. Both had pedals, a steering wheel, and gear levers, but one was yellow, had like a little rail kind of fused to sit on. Well, the other was black and had uh, the actual main seat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, remember those arcade games? You could, like, adjust the seat forward or backward, like it was kind of a gym machine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, one of those kind of things. Like Daytona. Yeah, because yes. Daytona mm-hmm. had the same cab, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, or Lucky and Wild, I think. Yeah. No, maybe that was fixed seat, but yeah. similar kind of things. So that was two-player. Anyway, um, one of the interesting things about Crazy Taxi is that it was very much going against the grain for Sega at that time. What do I mean by that? I mean, uh, Sega were going through this weird kick in the late 90s where they were doing very, I guess you could call them socially responsible games. So Crazy Taxi came out around the same time as Brave Firefighters mm. and Emergency Call Ambulance. Okay, I don't know if you've played either of the, these I haven't games. played either of those, you know. Are you familiar with them at all? I've heard of them. I know that they are, they are lore, but I've not heard of them. I'm not, I've heard of them, never played them. No. Basically, like, Brave Firefighters is a bit like um, a kind of a, sh- a light gun game, but you've got, like, a kind of a fire hose, and you have to spray different bits of this building that are on fire to put the fire out. No, cool. I, no, I have heard of it when I'll I was doing... Uh, yeah, yeah, when I was looking back at that SNES game. It is a little bit like Time Fireman. Crisis, like a similar kind of, um, kind of on-screen mechanism, yeah. going through, like, these kind of buildings or whatever, trying to, you know, find stuff. And then Emergency Call Ambulance is interesting because it's kind of the inverse of Crazy Taxi. Like, you basically have to get um, this sick person from one end of the this, this city to the other, but you can't crash into things, because if you crash into things, they'll die. They will oh. literally die. 
like you have kind of a little uh, screen at the bottom right. It's got like their faces mm-hmm. going, mm, and there's like kind of the um, defibrillator machine, like yeah. boom. That boom. sounds that sounds awful. No, I, I think don't I think I'd that. want to play that. No, I saw that on Twitter recently. I think someone posted it. PS was it on the PS2 as well? Do you think? Possibly. Um, these kind of rescued games where you have to. I don't think I like the sound of that. I but, think like, that no. one's... But the actual on-screen mechanism, like the actual on-screen gameplay, is very similar to Crazy Taxi. Mm. Like, in the sense where you're basically going through this city, it's a lot more built up, I guess, than one in Crazy Taxi, but you basically do have to go past... Mo- do the cars move out of your way? Or <laughs> you literally have to drive around them? You literally them have to drive around them, and you can't See, hit them or anything oh. else, but you but you also have to go as fast as you can to get these people to the hospital within the time limit. That sounds like a, worse, that sounds like a nightmare for Adrian and his, and his anxiety my, about my franticness, that. Franticness, yeah. Dude, that sounds, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, like, and, you know, you can't crash into too many things because you lose. Not as bad as passenger losers, but, you know, you still, yeah. that's game over. I'd feel pretty bad if that kept happening. <laughs> no, and it's no. weird because, the, like, the weird thing about that game is the further on you get, there seems to be, like, some massive crime war or something going on because, like, there are rockets being fired across <laughs> the screen. And <laughs> it, it just gets madder and madder. But instantly kind of think of, Something like that, while at the same time you have Crazy Taxi, which I think we can all agree not the most socially responsible game in the world. It's not the most socially responsible game in the world. It's like, it's not, it's not really teaching safe driving, is it? It promotes craziness to another level, doesn't it? (laughs) It does a bit. It does a bit. Yeah, uh, anyway, adaptations. Obviously the big one was... Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Which obviously, uh, those links to the Naomi system, uh, the version like I am most familiar with because I was 18 years old. I was working in a Virgin Meg store uh, over winter. I remember it well, sir. And they had a Dreamcast well. in the staff room, and the Dreamcast had Crazy Taxi, which I played every opportunity I could. <laughs> They're like, Rob, do you want to come on a team lunch out? And you're like, uh, no, I've just got to drop off some passengers. I've got my second job to go to. My, my taxi I've got my job. second job. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This was a shop job, so like, there wouldn't have been team lunches because that was peak trading hours. Oh, yeah, God. Would you like a team brunch? <laughs> <laughs> no brunch for me, thank you. Uh, yeah, that was, um, that was an alright job. We don't really have oh, to go into crazy details. taxi. That's we visited you quite a while. I don't remember you giving me a discount at all, but we did, uh, we did, we did, we did say hello. I'm not we even sure hello. I got a discount. I think you had to work there for a certain amount of time before you got it. That's why there are no Virgin Megastores anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and the rampant theft. That and that and the rampant theft, yeah. I mean, like, part of it was, I literally is, I know this is a bit of a tangent, but I was on the counter one day, like, I think my, it must have been soft to be open, and some guy just walked in, grabbed a lot of stuff right near the entrance, and just ran out. It's like, huh. And no one could be bothered chasing him. They were like, this is too early, man. Let's just, just let him go. It's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> And also, um, there are a lot of, uh, mobile, f- this is when mobile phones were still relatively early. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, mobile phones going missing from the stockroom. It's a 2000, right? So. Yeah. Um, there was, I'm not going to name names, but there's one person in particular who was doing it and told me. <laughs> and <laughs> They're like, oh, Rob, do you want to buy a, do you want to buy a cell phone? I was like, I didn't have, I was like, I don't, I don't want a mobile phone. Don't believe in them. <laughs> And, uh, but like basically some other people, st- um, tried doing it and they got found out and sacked <laughs> because the first guy knew where the cameras were looking so he could avoid it. Ah. Oh, he was go. a bit like Solid Snake because he knew where the cameras <laughs> were. <laughs> was he so... hiding under box as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was hiding in a cardboard box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to get all the mobile Boy, phones. Wait, out. Dylan, do you want to buy a mobile <laughs> phone? <laughs> Shh. Hide in the box. Why is there a box talking to me? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, uh, tangent over, sorry. Yes, uh, this came out in the Dreamcast in January 2000. 
Um, any differences? But yeah. it was a very like exact kind of adaptation. Any differences you can think of between this well, and the arcade you It had more modes, didn't it? I, I always used to play it on arcade, but I can't remember what the other modes were. Well, it had a mi- it had mini games and also had a bigger map. Oh, yeah, apparently that makes sense. That makes sense. And would you do you think it was successful in Dreamcast? Oh yeah, well, I, I bet it's one of the best sellers. Yeah, it's like it's like the go-to thing if you've got a Dreamcast, you have to have Crazy well, Taxi. Was it a launch title? It was early, wasn't it? In the Dreamcast, it was def. Well, when the Dreamcast come out, oh, ninety nine. We need Keith here for that, don't we? Would it, yeah, would have maybe not, not quite a launch title. I but don't know if it's a launch title like Soul Calibur was a launch title. I think it might have been just after. Yeah. But uh, again, it's it's a necessity for, yeah, for staple. Yeah. There is apparently some argument on the internet. Well, not argument, because I don't think anyone cares that much. But <laughs> there is uh, there are different uh, kind of references on the internet saying how successful it was sales wise. Uh, VG charts puts it number two. Wow, uh, second best selling game on the console. Jeebus, number one must be Dog Alibur? No, oh. but uh, basically Wik- Wikipedia puts it number three. Um, behind, they both put the same game as number one. Oh, Wikipedia puts NFL 2K at second place. Yeah. Well, Although that might have been a North American only kind of thing, so I doubt that was too popular in Japan. Do you want to tell us what the biggest selling Dreamcast game of all time is? It was apparently not? Sonic Adventure. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one yeah. of those games has aged better than the other two. Yeah, I yeah. think Sonic Adventure has not aged well. I played it the other day, actually. It's not aged well. Uh, reviews? Think it was well reviewed. What, Crazy Taxi oh, on the Dreamcast, big, yeah. big, 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 ninety big. something reviews looked to average out at about ninety percent. IGN mm. gave it ninety six percent. Yeah, very high, isn't it? It's very high for a game that's kind of yeah. it's it's an f- incredibly fun game. Like oh, yeah. I'd say it's one of the most fun games ever made, but also not the biggest game. I think or the most mm. variety filmed yeah. build game. Yeah. Anyway, they gave it ninety six. Games Master gave it ninety percent. Yeah. Uh, EGM gave it 91.2%. <laughs> yep. Very specific. You know, gotta have that. Ridiculous rating system. You gotta have that 0.2%. I don't know. Um. Do they average stuff out over there, probably. Wikipedia, like, has a lot of other ones, but no one really cares what stuff we've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do when I talk <laughs> about my weird Adrian games. Adrian does, and he puts them in his <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, that was obviously the biggest, um, console version. Um, but it didn't just come out on the Dreamcast. It just came out on... You said PS2 earlier. Yeah, it came out on the PS2 in May 2001. So, hmm. bit of a delay at this point, like a year, four months it's after Dreamcast. a good Dreamcast. version, but it doesn't feel... Mm. I know people will tell me I'm wrong when it, and that it's it's also arcade perfect, but it doesn't... So, there's something off. Sega didn't it. do the port. Do you want to guess which company oh, did Sega the port? Oh, Sega didn't do the port. I did not know that. Oh. Uh, who did... Namco? No. no. Your favourite company, Dylan. <laughs> Acclaim? Yes. Acclaim. Oh, shut up. That's why. <laughs> uh, apparently, and I don't know how reliable this info is, but according to the internet, apparently it outsold the Dreamcast version. Well, that's understandable because the PS2 like yeah. greatly outsold the Dreamcast. Uh, what? What? Have you got the critic scores on it? Um, it was less well reviewed. Yeah. I think um, Metascore, the average uh, review score is eighty percent. Mm. But, you know, that's, I don't know if that's really a reflection on the quality of the port as much as the age by this point. The time, yeah. I think 2001, I think, yeah, things had probably moved on. What, the Grand Theft Auto 03 would have been out? Yeah, up another then, level, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, which, which had obviously crazy taxi elements in it. So. True. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe just they uh, left it too long. Are you going to talk about a certain Simpsons game as well that's similar or? 
because I wonder when that when that came around. Oh yeah, we will get onto that. Okay, but um, first Bit of all, of road rage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, first of all, uh, sequels: Crazy Taxi Two. Pretty much out. the same game, isn't it? <laughs> yes, comes out in Dreamcast two thousand and one. It is slightly faster. There are more mini games, and um, you have the but there are two other kind of things that are slight differences. Mm. I don't know. I'm guessing neither of you are that familiar with Crazy Taxi 2. I haven't played Crazy Not, Taxi 2, actually. No, me neither. Just the first one. Uh, the two innovations are you can pick up multiple passengers at a time. Ooh. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine in real life? Sorry, mate. We'll, we'll drop you off in a minute. We've got another person coming in. Yeah, we've got another person coming in, That'd mate. That'd be well yeah, annoying. We've got to yeah, ferry them off first to Southampton, <laughs> and then we'll take you to yeah. Edinburgh. <laughs> and the other one is... Uh, <laughs> the other one is a move called the Crazy Hop. Is that where the car hops? <laughs> yes, you can hop to the side, like to get up to a higher level if you're going fast enough. I believe. What? Huh? Well, like a rabbit hops, or more like to the side. <laughs> oh. Okay, it's more like a dancey hop, maybe. Okay. I've got Crazy Taxi too somewhere. I have to play it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously, well, I say obviously, it's not really that obvious, but there are also uh, four new drivers. You want to guess? You obviously aren't going to guess what their names are, so I'll just tell you. Blaze. <laughs> yeah. No, but there is um, there's one that's not that far off. Blaze, not a game. Blizzard. <laughs> uh, Iceman. Iceman. Enough from Top Gun, maybe. And Slash. And Slash from what band? From Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah. And there's one called Cinnamon. I guess that was from the chase. From the ch- and <laughs> one called Hot D. Hot, that's me in it. Hot D. Hot Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you, Adrian, if someone asked you, would you like some hot D, what would you say? <laughs> I would say, no, I'm, wait, no. I'm waiting for Cinnamon to turn up. Buzz he off. He wants a Cinnamon. <laughs> he wants a Cinnamon. Oh, God. It's like the Candyman, but the Cinnamon. Talking about Cinnamon, how great is uh, the Cinnamon cereal? What's it called? Curiously Cinnamon. <laughs> Or Cinnamon Grahams for our American uh, yeah. listeners. Are you making that up? I've never heard of that. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can give you a bowl of that later if you want. Anyway, tangent <laughs> over. Yes, tangent over. And then uh, there was another sequel, Crazy Taxi 3 High Roller. <laughs> I did not even know that existed. They had to add High Roller at the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say all of these games are relatively similar. High Roller is, mm. I guess, very based around, like, by this point, mini games are like a big part of it. Stuff like... You have to drive through a hurricane with lots of kind of cars flying at you, or mm. um, you had to kind of pick a lot of people up and take them to like big, massive poles sticking out the ground. Mm. And by this point, I think the general feeling was it had got a bit stale. All right. What, is that a Dreamcast game? I don't suppose it was. Uh, no, I believe it came out on the. Um, let me just check. Um, the PC and the Xbox. Oh, that's weird. What's well, this Microsoft Windows here? Uh, also, there is uh, an arcade release, which I don't think there was for Crazy Taxi 2. Oh. I could be wrong. I think Crazy Taxi 2 might have been console only. Yeah, yeah. Dreamcast only. Yeah. Yeah. So high rollers, there's, what, there's tornadoes and stuff. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, well, I think it's part of the minigames. Uh, Crazy Taxi <laughs> 2 uh, came out on the PSP a few years later as Crazy Taxi Fair Wars. Oh. Uh, Fair Wars. Uh. Fair Wars. That's a, that's really that's we don't like puns, do we? Fair Wars. No. No. As in F yeah, F A R E. F A R E yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, Crazy Taxi came out. There are like a lot of other later versions. 
Crazy Taxi Catch a Ride, Crazy Taxi City Rush, but these are mostly kind of mobile games. Mm. Um, it lends itself Game Boy Advance to, like, to, to mobile games because yeah, with the auto accelerate on a mobile thing and you're going around and I think mm, it works. I don't know, like kind of no? with your thumb and stuff on screen. I just, just it's sort of all it is. Oh, have, you, have you tried anything that's racing on a mobile? No. All it is is that the accelerate is auto. Um, you tilt your phone. For the steering mostly, mm. and then you press the screen to brake. That's it. That's all it is. So something like Crazy Taxi would work pretty well, I think. Maybe. I might have to go and have a see if I can download a few. I just think think these mobile games sort of tarnish the image of a, of a legacy a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, but you've got to keep. Oh, uh, I'm getting my, like, my my old business head on now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you should have you should have this more than me. You know, yeah. cash cow, you milk it. Something like yeah, Crazy Taxi, Sega should milk that. Until it's until it's completely run dry. Uh, well, speaking Maybe. of milking it till uh, it completely runs, they make dry. Like a cow version. <laughs> it's to ride cows around or something. There was um, a Crazy Taxi Redemption game. Crazy Taxi what? Redemption redeemed. Red you know, Dead Crazy Crazy Taxi Redemption. Do you know what a redemption game is? I have no idea what a redemption. Oh, is it um something to do with money? Isn't it money? Yes. Money, money, money. Oh, like a. Sim management sim game was it? No. You have to manage your, your cabs, maybe. Like, no, Dylan means money in a far more literal sense. Yeah, like what you win money. You put you uh, put coins and you have to roll it from the top to um, the bottom. Um, That's it. Yeah, basically you have to hit certain passengers, which are worth different amounts of points. And you get tickets if you uh, hit certain ones. And then the tickets you exchange for prizes? So mark? like 10,000 tickets for a lollipop, yeah. So yes, yeah, so you basically get 10,000 tickets and then you get a lollipop. Again, it's, it's tarnishing the image. I'm sorry, Rob. I know, I know what you're saying, cash, Dylan. Dude, cash cow. Yeah. Cash cows, man. There are, speaking of cash cows, I'm just looking at... <laughs> I'd never heard of this before, but this is on Wikipedia, so I'm we guessing it's Wikipedia. right. Thank you, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, they try to make a film version of Crazy Taxi. Ah. Um, yeah. they sold the rights and Richard Donner was apparently going to direct the film because he was a big fan of the game. Do you know who Richard Donner is? Nope, no idea. Was he directed before? Um, a little film called Lethal Weapon. Oh, <laughs> a tiny film called <laughs> Lethal Weapon. <laughs> and also Superman. Like oh, the first Superman with like... Christopher Reeves, yeah. It's oh, Reed no Marlon Brando. See, I, I'm just really rubbish with... Who, who would be in this crazy fact. taxi film? Do you know? Well, I don't think they actually got as far as mm. um, casting it. Um, Something is telling me Robert Downey Jr. would be awesome as the taxi man. <laughs> who would be Big D? It's got to be Dilsey. Big D. I'll, 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 I'll be in it. Uh, apparently, it, um, it wasn't greenlit because of, quote, quote an absence of plot elements. <laughs> well, that's the whole... The whole game has no plot. The yes, whole game is Taxi Man tries to make money, not for any kind of purpose, just because to make as much money as he can. Do you ever or see, she. Do you ever see the film Taxi, either version? Nope. Do you know what I even know what I'm I've talking I've seen Taxi about? Driver. No, ta- isn't, isn't Stallone in one of them? Am I talking rubbish? I might be talking rubbish. You might be t- thinking I think it's in Driver, else. isn't it? Yeah, I'll take that back. Oh. Yeah, uh, Taxi was basically Jean Reno. Uh, yeah, the French films. Yeah, no, no Luc Besson directed it. I don't know if Jean Reno was in the original. Mm. But um, basically like a a similar kind of thing. You have to kind of get to a certain point at a certain amount of time for some reason. Then I think there is an American remake with Jimmy Fallon and I believe maybe Queen Latifah. Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Let me just... Uh, Pardon me if I don't immediately sign up to watch that. Let me just uh, look this up. So, I yeah. 
Oh, no, why, why are you doing that? Yeah, Stallone was in a film called Taxi Free. Interesting. Yeah. That was apparently a sequel to... I'm just on the Wikipedia page now. Yeah, so I think it's a French film, like I said, but he's in, he's in it. Stallone's in it. He's in it. Was he the star? No, I think he had like a cameo role, to be fair. Um. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So there you go. I wasn't going crazy. So Stallone's on board for Crazy Taxi. Oh, and I'll I was get him on board. And I wasn't can... crazy either because Jimmy Fallon and Queen Atifa were in it, as was uh, Giselle, the model who used to date DiCaprio, I think. Giselle Bunchen. How amazing would Sylvester Stallone be as like the the guy who tells you where to go? You know, like <laughs> the guy who like orchestrates all the taxi, like oh. like Cabe, Cabe, Cabe. You come, you come, you gotta get, you gotta get it. You've got a Stallone accent. Hey yo, you gotta get, you gotta get it. You gotta get downtown quickly. But like, where downtown? Where he's just like, gotta get to the. He was in Death Race. He was in Death Race. Oh. Which, you know, uh, where you can hit the pedestrians. Ooh. <laughs> we made the same noise. <laughs> well, like, oh yeah, this film that's 45 years old is really shocking. Ooh. <laughs> no, you should get... <laughs> oh God, do you, do you guys remember Carmageddon? Oh, oh that God. game was incredible. Yeah, it was It was quite good actually, it was, but it's shocking, wasn't the it? The whole point was to mow down people. <laughs> Have you heard of it, Rob? There's a game called Carmageddon. Literally, you, I think you are... A, you you drive a car. You're just a nutcase driving, (laughs) mowing people down. Yeah. I think it uses the Duke 3D engine actually, didn't it? I think it might do. Anyway, sorry, Rob. Tangent. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, because, um, you did mention another game related to Crazy Taxi earlier on. Can you remember what that game was? Grand Theft Auto? Simpsons Road Rage. Oh, yeah. Simpsons. It's all over the front page. You give me Road Rage. (laughs) Yeah, uh, basically like, um, there, you're right. There were similarities. Can you talk about Simpsons Road Rage at all? Yeah, because I played it like two days ago. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, you are. I usually pick Homer because he's like the best character ever made. Um, and yeah, you just got to take uh, residents of Springfield to certain Springfield landmarks. Like if Millhouse wants to go to school, you take Millhouse to school. Although he, although he mostly wants to truant and go down some the rest the uh, crusty burger so that is it's essentially it would you say it was similar to crazy taxi it's like a carbon copy of crazy taxi but with but with simpsons characters an opinion shared by sega themselves Ooh, did they have like, something ooh, to say about that? Nice homage to our lovely game. Thank you. But they don't Simpsons. own the patent on taxi games, do they? Well, actually, they uh, do own a patent uh, called, and I'm just reading this, 6200138. Oh, it's a catchy title. Indicating a game, dis- a certain game display method, moving direction indicating method, game apparatus, and driving s- drive simulating apparatus. Uh, basically, um go to covers the arcade cabinet and the arrow navigation system and pedestrian avoidance uh, bits that run Crazy Taxi. Oops. And, yeah, uh, basically... Dope. Dope! And uh, Road Rage apparently um, ripped off too many of those things because Sega actually did sue them. Ouch! Who did Road Rage? I don't even know who did Road Rage. I can't Um, remember. Electronic Arts. Uh, Well, the actual developer is Radical Games, but Electronic Arts... Ouch! um, yeah, that and seems mad that you can do that because surely a game is a game, and it's copyright, obviously. But 
You can't patent bits of a game with the arrow up pointing above the car and that. That seems mad. Well, I think it was certain aspects of the collision detection and mm. mechanism and the that view. Seems mad. Well, did, they, did they win the case? You know, Rob. They, they did, yeah, well, they didn't they officially win, but it was settled out of court. So uh, yes, they had to settle. Like yeah. EA settled. They were that scared about it. That's mad. I mean, like a very innovative, important patent, really. You just blow my mind. I didn't even know that happened. Um, no. But Road Rage is, it's pretty much, it's like, okay, you see Crazy Taxi and Road Rage. I think, um, if you like Simpsons, get Road Rage. I think, the, I reckon they said you can either have an, $10,000 or an elephant. Do you reckon that was the option? They said. <laughs> well, Road Rage has got like, um, it's like an original script, isn't it? So they got all the voice actors to mm. voice it and everything and say so it's an original Simpsons project, product for Crazy Taxi fans. So it's, it's great, actually. It'll cost you about a tenner now. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely game. worth it. Yeah. So, uh, to close out, uh, this episode, mm. what do you think Crazy Taxi's legacy will be going forward? Oh my god, so many like, games have ripped it off since, or borrowed it, uh, sorry, borrowed elements of it yeah. since, uh, like I mentioned Grand Theft Auto, mm. uh, those, cause the thing about Grand Theft Auto is, yeah, it's good following the, the plots and they're, they're usually quite engaging, but it's nice to, Step away from that. Mm. And the, the taxi, it's just ripping off, you know, take this guy from here to here, earn a few more quid to buy yourself more guns. And yeah, it does add that the fact that Crazy Taxi was there meant that Rockstar knew to, to whack it in. And it does make Grand Theft Auto a better game. Yeah. Mm. I'm a little bit surprised no one made a sort of taxi game before Crazy Taxi. Because it's quite a simple premise, isn't it? I've, even if it's a top down view game, maybe there is one. Maybe I'm talking rubbish, but. It, it, well, before that, it, you know, all that racing games were sprite scaling games that just yeah. go forward, isn't it? So, oh, I suppose you, because with something like Crazy Taxi, you've got to have a three D world, haven't you? You've got to be able well, to bounce around. GTA, you know, the first one was top down, maybe. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it is. No, I, think, I, I like Crazy Taxi. Like Rob said, it's just uber fun. Uber no, fun. No, 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 I didn't. I do. Yeah, someone laughs. One person laughs. <laughs> I mean, there certainly were kind of top down racing games. Especially in the 80s and the arcades. Yeah, but just had like a pick-up person and fling him around element. I'm trying to think, yeah. I, just, I like it. I, like, Rob, it's a great game. It's a shame it's kind of run out of steam a little bit because at one point it was huge. I remember going to arcades and it was the, the game to play, wasn't it? It was mm. different. It was different to normal racing games. And that's why I liked it. It stood out from the crowd a bit. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I think like Sega, just the feel of that point, they, I guess they weren't doing brilliantly in the console department, but mm. man, the arcade games just felt so fresh. That like that cr- same Sega voice that was always in the background of like you just you'd be able to come up to the arcades, you'd hear it, all the colours and like the movement. And I think most of all, what I love about Crazy Taxi is it's something you don't really get so, as much anymore these days. But it's engineered to be fun. There's no thought mm-hmm. or story or anything like that or metaphor behind it it's oh just pure God. games these fun. days are so about plot and this and that that's why i really like horizon chase turbo because it's kind of harking back to those old racing games where you can just jump into it but there's few games being made like that now but yeah crazy taxi was you know what you were getting just jump in you know how to put your foot down mm. it tells you where the arrow thing tells you where to go after you've picked someone up and that's it and you just follow it and you just have fun and it is you know enjoy enjoy the environment but it's just they don't make games like that anymore yeah it was shame but yeah hopefully they will again soon thanks for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk 
at KeithBarlow82 and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcadeattackuk. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.